Presents a music and talk show where your host Darren Roebuck is joined by a variety of artists, scientists, entrepreneurs, and therapists as they share what's on their minds and give you new ideas and practices to help you get the most out of being you. Can you dig it? Be sure to visit deeporbitstudio.com for links, show notes, and more. Now sit back and take in the view while we blast off into Deep Orbit. Welcome to Deep Orbit Studio Presents. I am your host, Darren Roebuck, and with me today, I have two very special guests, along with the usual dog and cat that join us. Uh, We have Shanti and Scott Medina, and we're going to be talking about so much cool stuff that I'm just not even going to tell you what all of it is right now. But uh, to give you a little bit of background... Uh, Shanti is a registered yoga therapist uh, and a certified neurosculpting facilitator and a founder of Body Current Therapeutics and Energized Training Systems. Her roots stem from her advanced studies and certifications in neuromuscular therapy and traumatic brain recovery. She's most respected for her ability to support her clients and students in transformation and self-realization. Her simple and highly accessible embodied mindfulness tools create a safe and highly effective environment for healing and empowerment. Now, how cool is that? Well, what's more cool than that is that we have Scott as well, and Scott is a volunteer coordinator at Boulder Bridge House and has been the director of Community Table, a dinner program for the homeless in Boulder County for over 15 years. During the day, he enjoys sharing music instruction and rhythm integration with preschool programs around Boulder, and he has been leading ecstatic chanting for over 15 years in a variety of contexts. Scott, Shanti, thank you so much for coming today. Welcome to Deep Orbit Studio Presents. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Oh, Thanks. good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to be here with our little doggy friend. <laughs> yes, that, that's, that's Arco, by the way. She's, our, she's the resident Pomeranian, and she'll probably get kicked out because she likes to make more noise than... than... <laughs> it's always the same noise. Otherwise, we'd have her speak more often. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So you guys have a new music CD coming out, but it's mm-hmm. a little more involved than just a bunch of songs. Can you uh, tell us what it's all about? Yes, this is, uh, it's called So Mantra. It's actually a double CD, and it's packed full with uh, chants and uh, somatic exercises and uh, meditations to sound current. Uh, The first CD is all kirtan, all the time, 10 full chants, uh, just about 80 minutes worth, actually. And then the second CD, I'll let Shanti explain a little more. So the second CD is a deeper expression of the practices through many of the wisdom traditions. So we made the second CD universal. So um, they range from the Hebrew tradition, the Sufi tradition, and the Hindu tradition, and even the Native American tradition. And what we did was uh, worked with a sound engineer named Robert Rand, 
and he created sound beds for us that help balance each of the chakras through the natural elements, such as earth element, water element. And the sound actually creates a current. And on top of that current, I laid down some of my body current meditations that help uh, ignite the innate body mind intelligence. And each of those sound currents go up the chakras, and in between they're sandwiched with five-minute activation practices, breathwork, mudras, and the mantras. So it's a real um, journey to embody these practices, these ancient, uh, this ancient wisdom. Really interesting. So for those of us that aren't uh, well-versed in these body currents and chakras and tonalities, uh, is this something that can break down into actual like pitches, like notes on the piano, or is it something else? It, it's as simple as that. I mean, the practices are simple, and it's also the this, this simple practice of feeling the music within ourselves, feeling the vibration, and training with the music. So the music is orchestrated to create a response. The meditations on top of the music are orchestrated to calm the nervous system and help the practitioner feel safe so that they can really embody the sound that is coming through. And it actually has been proven, neuroscience has proven, how we can self-regulate our own nervous system through our breathing, through our awareness. And these practices help people to do just that while they're embodying the notes, just like you said, the tone, but also training their brain to entrain with the currents out in life that are coming through the moment. So it's a practice a full uh, CD of practices that they can utilize on themselves, but also um, a practice to help them understand how simple it is, all of us, how simple it is to really attune to our own innate wisdom and to let that shine um, throughout life and really entrain with the currents of the moment. Yeah, the great thing is you, you really don't have to have any experience coming into this. It's all just laid out for you and guided along the way. Um, and as far as notes go, actually each of the chants or the meditations and soundscapes are aligned to specific notes uh, because each uh, chakra is coordinated with a specific note. So we literally go up the scale starting at C. And so each go, meditation is a yeah. different note and uh, we've got Bansuri flute on top of it playing in different scales to elicit the uh, response that that chakra is all about. Well, you've got my ears salivating for a little bit of this. Um, <laughs> wow, I can see that. I try not to do it in public. Chakra but <laughs> is just an energy wheel. So it's just, we all have them. They're just energy mm -hmm. wheels that are in different parts of our body going up the spine. So um, again, it's nothing that is mysterious. This is ancient practices that we're using in a modern world to mitigate stress and reduce um, you know, illnesses and disease within our bodies and, and imbalances within our life. Well, what do you say we give everybody a little taste of what this is? Here yeah, is maybe. one of the tracks uh, off of, and the name of the album is called Somantra. Somantra, where Soma and Mantra are one, the body and the vibration of mantra. Somantra, here we go.
Shema Thank you. 
You are getting sleepy. No, <laughs> kidding. Um, that was some of the most beautiful stuff I have ever heard. So you're saying that was produced in Boulder, but by a Grammy-winning producer. Yeah, just above Boulder, up uh, Sugarloaf with Tom Wassinger at his home studio. Beautiful, magical place. Boy, we past four months, we've just been immersed up there at his studio. And uh, what a gorgeous place to record, both outside and inside. It's uh, just stunning. So Tom was just beautifully uh, creative and patient with us. And it, it was a sheer delight to work with him. On yeah. Well, on the, the proof's in the pudding there. I mean, what awesomely beautiful, brilliant sounds. Oh, I mean, well, thanks. Well, what you just heard was the Goddess Lullaby, and that's actually the only track on the album that's just a duet with Shanti and myself. Most of the other tracks have a whole choir with them and are, um, you know, many of them are more upbeat and, um, you know, big uh, evocative pieces. And th this one was a little more insular, and we often uh, close our kirtans with this. Or if we're accompanying a yoga class, this would be the music we do during Shavasana and really let people cool down. And and uh, so it was, mm -hmm. yeah, a fun, uh, now, fun one to start with. Now, most Boulderites know words like kirtan and Shavasana. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but since this is a worldwide broadcast, why don't you enlighten Hello, people a little bit? Yeah. Hello, out of the Boulder bubble outside here. Outside of the bubble. You don't know what Shavasana is. Yeah. Well, what do you do at the end of your yoga practice? <laughs> you don't do yoga? How final dare you? Relaxation. <laughs> yeah. So Shavasana is final relaxation. And uh, I'll let Scott talk a little bit about the art of kirtan. Yeah, th this thing called kirtan, some... Sometimes we uh, will refer to it as devotional chanting, or in our case, usually ecstatic, ecstatic chanting, because uh, that's really what it elicits. It, uh, the word kirtan is, is coming from the uh, East Indian tradition of, uh, of song, of chant. And, uh, but it's done, chanting is done in, in all traditions, which is why on the second CD we incorporate a more universalist tone and bring in... Uh, or create chants from the Sikh tradition and, um, you know, various different ones that, that Chanti mentioned before. Uh, but this, this phenomenon of chanting, I was introduced to this, um, I guess, over, well, about 25 years ago now at the Omega Institute. And just, it's, it's the kind of thing that you don't know what it is. It's not like I, I was brought up uh, Hindu or anything and, and was interested in chanting Hare Krishna myself. But when so, it's a community thing. So when, you're, when you come into community and everyone is just chanting this intoxicating to this rhythm and uh, mantra, it, it just calls to something in, in your heart that you join in. And at first you don't even know what you're singing and it doesn't really matter. And then later, even when you do know what you're singing, it still doesn't really matter because you are lost in, in the bliss of the ecstasy of, of this chant. It's, it's not about our brains at all and, and figuring it out and thinking about things. It's, it's about the heart and the vibration of it. And, but most of the words really are just uh, names or attributes of the one, whether that's in form of goddess or God. Um, when we're chanting in the Hindu tradition, you know, that could take on a myriad of forms from ones that uh, even people who, who don't know about Kirtan may have heard of uh, Shiva or, or Ram and Sita or Krishna, um, all different aspects of the one. And Ganesh, for example, we, we 
chant to these aspects that are alive in ourselves. I mean, kirtan's a very alive form of prayer and devotion. And uh, so that's a little bit about what it's, it's about. So if someone wanted to get uh, involved in kirtan, someone that was r really a newbie to the whole idea, uh, what would you recommend to them? Come to the Star House. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> On come, Saturday if, night. If, if, you, if, if you do live in a place that, that has live kirtan, like here in Colorado, we're blessed with, with lots mm -hmm. of this. Um, in, in fact, that's why I started leading kirtan was because at that time, maybe 15 years ago in, in the Boulder area, there wasn't much of that happening. And so I started leading kirtan just by necessity because I wanted to experience this with a group of friends. Uh, and then it's just grown. So... But in, in many cities now, uh, it's probably easiest to look at yoga studios because often they're the ones who might sponsor maybe a monthly kirtan or something. And in our case, it happens m multiple times weekly. Mm -hmm. um, Find one on the corner. Yes. Yeah, so a, a live kirtan is, is just an ideal way to introduce you to what that's like. But also, as we're doing here, the, the recordings are wonderful too. Uh, many people might know of Krishna Das or Deva Pramal and Miten, or Jayu Tal, or, or um, Snadam Kar. They're some of the more well-known artists who are doing this, who have sold you know, thousands of copies of their recordings. And um, But there are many more of us out there now. And uh, with this new CD, Samantra, we're, we're giving, uh, boy, there's over 150 minutes of music on this CD. So there's a lot to, for people to chant with. So between the, the chanting and... Uh and the music that's involved in Kirtan, what are the other benefits for the participants uh, other than just sort of the fun thing to do on a, on a Wednesday evening? Sure. Um, what else could people find to gain from it? So there's, you know, I, Scott touched a bit upon the community aspect of Kirtan and, um, you know, whether people purchase the CD and chant um, at home or do these practices at home or whether in community, both are beneficial, but when we come into a community with people and we're listening to music and we're moving together and we're breathing together and we're all entering this sound current together, there's true magic that happens. We begin to entrain with one another and neuroscience has shown that chanting and these types of practices actually help us regulate our nervous system as well as light up the higher functioning parts of our brain, so the prefrontal cortex. So it's great for us for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. It's great to connect in community in this way, and also it's great for your health. And one of the reasons why we wanted to bring these practices forward was for people to be able to realize that they can empower these, their own health. They can learn to self-regulate their own nervous system by using these practices. And they can create a great community by coming together in that and, um, and enjoying the practices as well. So I would encourage people to, um, to really find some community out there to either experience the CD together if they're not here locally or come out and see us at one of our Starhouse Kirtans for sure if they're here and experience that community intention. And another great way, actually, if you get the CD, is to play it in your car because, boy, if, if you've got a, a regular commute you need to do, I mean, this will transform you from road rage to road sage. You know, it's, it's just like uh, you just have to be careful on some of the upbeat ones not to get a speeding ticket because it, it can just uh, 
intoxicate you, but in, in a good way while I you're love driving. that road rage to road sage. <laughs> Super cool. Yeah, you know, uh, I've done some uh, my own little studies of music and what it does to the body. And um, one of the interesting things that I've found, and this is really easy stuff to look up if you want to, is... Um, you know, our bodies are mostly composed of water and the sound vibrations start to organize the fluid inside of us. And it's one of the reasons why it feels really good to go to a concert or to sing, uh, even if you don't think you have a good voice or whatever, just the feeling of doing it uh, actually aligns the, the molecules in your cells. And when you do it in a group, everyone's aligning the same way and you start to... Uh, essentially pulse and vibrate the same way. And when you do it collectively, the power of it becomes an actually uh, a, a measurable current. Yes, exactly. A measurable current. And you don't have to actually see it, but you can right. feel that measurable current in just one time doing it. It's right there. It, but people need to choose, once again, to go outside what might be normal and really know that they can be safe in these kinds of practices and even in community might not seem comfortable at all times, but we're within our safety zone. And to come into these practices that might be abnormal is exactly what we need to sometimes break through some of the trauma or just um, life happenings that the residue that we get on our cells and issues in our tissues. So it's a great way to kind of shake that all out and let the vibration take it away. Yeah, we literally do that on the CDN live. Shaking. Is, is yep. Shaking. And uh, I mean, people are really encouraged to dance as well. So yeah. it's not just sitting and chanting in a meditative pose, you know, full lotus position or something. A lot of times uh, we, we like a lot of percussion at our kirtans. And so it really encourages people to move and shake their body. It's, and it's sit great. and meditate if they want to, because that's great too, you know. In, yeah, we cover the whole spectrum. Cover the whole spectrum. And, um, and I feel like these practices are so simple that once people choose to even try them, they realize, like you said, you, it's so, you can really touch it. It's right there, the, the current that you feel, the shifts that you create. Yeah, it's a real thing that has been sadly absent from Western society for, well, pretty much forever. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear another one of these uh, beautiful uh, passages from your CD. Uh, once again, this is Deep Orbit Studio Presents, and we're with Shanti and Scott Medina, and we're playing some, um, some cuts from their not yet to be released, uh, but that'll be released this weekend? Yep, this Saturday at 7 p.m. at the Star House in Boulder. We're going to be releasing it. All right, so uh, this is another track from Som Mantra. Shivaya, Om Namah 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 Shivaya, Om Namah
Wow, so that one was pretty rocking. And that is Shiva in five, and it's kind of the polar opposite. Uh, you've, you've hit, I think, the two ends of the spectrum of the uh, album like, so far. It's like the new age Dave Brubeck. Yeah, we started with, uh, yeah, we we started with uh, the Goddess Lullaby, probably the most mellow, and this was definitely the most incendiary track on the album, uh, largely because of Al Rivlin's uh, electric guitar yeah. on there. But we wanted to to capture that aspect of of Shiva, mm-hmm. and uh, we had fun doing this because it is in a Five forward time signature, which is definitely unique for the Kirtan world. Well, Shiva is the destroyer, so I mean, in that sense, in that sense, it might have been rather mild. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we we had it it's had to have intention. it along those ways. It's the intention. <laughs> but that that track, I I, I just love that one. It, it's it's a lot of fun and uh, it goes in some unusual directions and and we got to add some interesting things like um, and on one section there, uh, our producer Tom Wassinger's he sampled a bunch of Tibetan bowls and uh, that he has and then when he had them digitally sampled then they just create this nice eerie sound that you heard and he plays it on his keyboards and so um it it, that was featured a lot in there too and it just is a real contrast to the electric guitar that then comes Mm -hmm. in so we we had fun uh exploring new sonic qualities and tones in this well the whole cd was a you know exploration of bringing people in you know we have wonderful musicians um Mm -hmm. We really uh, admire and respect that happen to be in town, like Sheila Bringy and mm-hmm. Sandra Wong, and um, that we could bring in. And the whole community came together behind this project. So it was a growth and actually a birth, it seems, for us. Mm-hmm. Most <laughs> Uh, and a coming together of musicians to really express themselves and maybe do something really different than what they've ever done before. And the community coming together behind a, a CD that was really produced um, in an act of service, wanting to get these practices out there for people, but also having the give back component where a percentage of the proceeds are given back to Give Back Yoga Foundation which is for programs that support veterans and first responders, at-risk youth, and those struggling with negative body image. And also Common Spirit, another nonprofit that brings together musicians and communities around interfaith music to start breaking down those barriers of prejudice and and those things that keep us apart and create unity. So it was such a great... um, the whole experience from Tom's recording studio to everyone who came across um, our path to be a part of this project to the community raising funds for the project. It was really a community-driven um, expression of the last 10 years that we've been chanting together and sharing these practices in the community saying, let's get these out there in the world. Let's help empower people and all come together. So we're really honored to um to have this, you know, CD to actually share with the world now and support. It's, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of like the best of our past mm-hmm. and and our present, obviously, and then our future. Because the the first CD is I we have a lot of new chants we've never recorded before. But I also have recorded three Kirtan CDs before this, so we took some of our favorite tracks from there and then did it, you know, really well with this great producer and musicians. So. So in some ways, we're taking kind of the best of what we've done on one of the CDs or both the CDs. And then also with, uh, especially with Shanti's Samantra meditations, that's really paving the way of where we're bringing this in the future. So this is really sort of stretching new ground, but also sort of doing stuff that uh, is 
well in your wheelhouse, so to speak. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, exactly. Yeah. That's that's really neat. So where can people? I know I know. So Mantra isn't out yet, but where can people find your other stuff? Scottandshanti.com would be the best place to find us if they go to our website. Um, and and literally, the the CD will be available in about five days. So I mean, from that they can purchase from this weekend from on, we'll mm -hmm. we'll have CD sales uh, live on there, and you'll be able to hear sound samples and mm -hmm. and all of that. So that's scottandshanti.com, and that's mm -hmm. Scott with two T's. Yes. That is it. All yeah. right. So you've both mentioned the words give back a number of times uh, during uh, the show here. Mm -hmm. And I know you both are very much involved in community service beyond just doing chanting and yoga uh, and making music, but you both give back in other ways. Uh, so um, what is it that you do and what does uh, this kind of community service mean to you? Yeah, that... That's a big part of our lives in so many ways. I mean, the most most visible way that I've been involved in, in giving back for over the last decade is is working with the homeless, which is just an area that's always just intrinsically called to my heart. So uh, I've been working, I've been directing the community table, which is a dinner program here in Boulder. We serve uh, free meals, really good meals to uh, homeless and low income folks five nights a week. Um, got a a wonderful group of volunteers and a chef and, and people in, uh, in one of our employment programs. So we actually have homeless people cooking the food under uh, the direction of our chef who are working to get back employed and back housed. And uh, we feed over 100 people a night. In fact, I just came from there. We just uh, fed 110 people tonight. Uh, literally just walked in from, from serving. And uh, the, the larger organization is called The Bridge House. And we're a day shelter here in Boulder for the homeless. And uh, not only focus on basic services like feeding, but more importantly, getting people back to work, getting them housed, and getting them out of this cycle of homelessness. And uh, it's been very fulfilling, especially the last couple of years with a lot of programs that we've started that really are getting people back on their feet. So seeing those success stories um, and the positive change happening in people's lives really is so rewarding. Yeah, that's what the service is all about. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And I think, you know, uh, to me, service is about really taking responsibility to live our lives with compassion and connection with those around us and responsibility for how we can give back our time, our talent, our treasure um, in ways that we um, feel inspired to connect with people. And this project was you know, the, the practices are about taking responsibility to learn how to self-regulate our nervous system. The community came together in service. We're offering it back in service. Um, and when we, you know, like Gandhi, one of my favorite quotes is Gandhi's quote, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. And to me, that's really what humanity is missing right now is that connection through service, coming together to share our resources, to share our gifts, and support one another in growing and <clears throat> thriving, excuse me, instead of just surviving. And um, that practice has been near and dear to my heart to serve, you know, from teaching yoga um, in Boulder High as a donation or as a, excuse me, as service um, and starting that program until, um, and then also working with Give Back Yoga and that's a national nonprofit based here in Boulder. And our whole foundation is based in wanting people to 
create sustainable service, and it's around the country. So wherever anyone is listening to this show, they can go to givebackyoga.org and find out how they can create a service project in their community and how they can support their time, talent, and treasure to give back to some of the underserved populations. And really, it's good for the heart. You know, when we give back, we find ourselves. And when we find ourselves, we connect deeper to everyone else. And so it's a, it's such a, a healthy practice and also such an inspiring way to connect with those in your neighborhood. That's wonderful. Do you find in, your, in each of your giving practices that when you experience the rewards of the giving, do you find that uh, you want less from the material world? Do you find more fulfilled in your life? I feel definitely more fulfilled. It, it's not that there's a wanting of less, it's a prioritizing. It's a, a reorganizing mm-hmm. of, of, of life and, and the priorities. And it's seeing, you know, other people, what, what their lives are like and having empathy and compassion. And so I feel like it's totally changed um, the way I the lens I look through the world in um, by being in a practice of just seeing where we can support from, you know, having community events to, you know, serving the homeless and everything in between. And it's, you know, the important piece is to really be aware of what our surroundings are and who is needing of the service and then being effective in the way that we reach out in the world. Absolutely wonderful. Well, for those of you that listened last week, you know, we uh, spoke with Ben Cardamone and Rob Schwer from uh, uh, Rob being the the CEO of Give Back Yoga and Ben being one of the veterans that has seen such great uh, support and better uh, mental health because of practicing yoga. Uh, You know that it's truly a vital thing that we need in our community. And of course, by purchasing um, Scott and Shanti's CD starting on Saturday, uh, 20% of the proceeds goes to help this stuff. And so you can help people that really do some of the biggest service that there is for our communities and suffer dearly for it. Uh, We can help them heal. So um, let's listen to some more of this beautiful stuff. Great. Oh, 
That was some of the funkiest meditation music I have ever heard. <laughs> yes. I was standing up and was like shaking my We're hips, but I was like, but I had my meditation on. And it gets you know, in your like, groove and gets in your bones and through your blood. If that's what Kirtan's like, sign me up. Because right. I love that. That's yeah. that's like that's like the you guys are like the Bootsy Collins of Kirtan. <laughs> well, yeah, that was Robert Rand on bass, and uh, he's amazing. He's also our sound engineer. Yeah, and Guyon Gregory Long on the drum kit, Steve Bruss on the tabla, and uh, that and that one featured Sandra Wong on uh, the violin too, which was really, really cool to have her be part of that. So it, that's one of the newer chants we've we've written just this past year, and it's always a very deep one when we do that live. Uh, I think we'll be doing that this Saturday at the Star House, and it really takes people in. It's called the Gayatri Mantra, and really brings everyone in, just boom, just down there deep. Yeah, that's so so cool. So, you, so these, you're not just doing a normal CD with this. You said it's not no. really. It's it's not even like a double CD. This is a hundred and fifty minutes over hundred fifty over hundred and fifty minutes of music. So more than two and a half hours. Right. Yeah. When you put this on. Don't expect to do anything else for another two and a half hours, yeah. <laughs> except for just align yourself yeah. and feel good. Mm -hmm. And they've got seven meditations, you know, so 
and each meditation is five minutes long with us that specific sound bed. So in this is not just music to have in the background or to chant along with, but actually meditations that are orchestrated to help self-regulate the nervous system and to bring our awareness of the present moment through the current of our body. So with it, you also get these seven five-minute meditations that you can really use every day to attune your tone. I'm seriously impressed. And you were saying that you sell this for just the, basically the price of a normal album, just like 20 bucks. $20, and we give 10, 20% back. Give back and yeah, yeah. so 20% gift. gets donated to these two nonprofits, and we... Uh, we didn't want to go higher than $20, even though it's, I mean, it literally is is the equivalent of what three albums normally would be if, uh, you know, albums are mm-hmm. traditionally around the 50-minute mark. And this is uh, three of those. <laughs> and uh, but, but we wanted to make it accessible to everyone. We That's really right. wanted we to really get... We really want to get these practices out mm-hmm. there into everyone's hands and make it so that it's affordable. So it's lots of, you know, our own service and our own time that we put into it happily um, in order to infuse the music with that so that it can get out there um, and into the hands of people who really can utilize this in, in their world, embodying themselves, embodying their experience. And just in time for your holiday gift giving. That's right. Exactly. Yes. yes. And if if you're in the uh, Colorado region uh, this Saturday when we release it, we're, we're doing an even more uh, special deal for folks. For only $25, you get not only the double CD, but you get entrance to the Kirtan as well. So it's really only five extra dollars then to come to the Kirtan. Um, and, and that's your CD release Kirtan. That's right. Exactly. And that's uh, on November 22nd at the Star House in Boulder. 7 yes. p.m. and it's going to so it's a 3 hour experience plus a double CD for $25. Wow, I want to go to that. Hey. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm Let's glad you invited go. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> now let me just <laughs> mention the the Star I'll House. Only go if you guys go. Yeah, okay. That's, that's <laughs> Deal. <not today>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um even for people who are local may not know about the Star House. This is a a 12-sided wooden really sacred building up Sunshine Canyon. It's it's just about ten minutes outside of Boulder itself. You go up uh, Mapleton out of Boulder, uh, which turns into Sunshine Canyon, and it's it's just the most amazing building, really, to be in. It's worth a trip just for the building alone, and then you do anything sacred inside of it, then it just whoa, it amplifies everything. So we've been doing kirtans up there for over twelve years now, uh, usually on a quarterly basis, and it's it's been the most amazing journey. Uh, and usually we'll have over 100 people uh, a time in the building, which, you know, gets to be kind of the max that it can hold. And it, boy, talk about ecstatic. It's, it's amazing. So anyone listening to this who is in the Colorado region who might be able to join us this Saturday night, if you don't know where exactly the Star House is, it's very easy to get to, but it, it would be good. We could um, make directions available. So go to thescottandshanti.com. And uh, you can find directions on there exactly how to get there. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's just 10 minutes outside of Boulder. And little known fact, we were married there at the Star House. That's true. So, so it's a very special place for kirtans us. We've had kirtans and lots of events there. And I hold annual women's summer solstice events there um, that people come from all over the country to attend. And so that's a great opportunity to, again, come together in community. And it's this beautiful building that we were married in. And we mm-hmm. have lots of events in. And 
Um, a lot of people have met there who've married. We hear <laughs> lots <true>. of stories <laughs> about people bringing their first dates to the Star House, to yeah. our kirtans, and then ending up getting married and such. So it's a really sacred, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. So wonderful. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on the show today. And good luck with the sales of, of your music. Um, thank you. I hope it goes well. I'm absolutely in love with it personally, and um, I'm so glad you gave it to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And um, now we're going to do something a little bit different for this show, where normally we leave you with a real rockin' number or something like that. But now I invite you all to find a nice, quiet place to sit and light a candle or whatever makes you feel good. Uh, you know, calm everything down, dim the lights. And we're going to play one of Scott and Shanti's guided meditations. So you guys can just sort of chill out for a little bit and enjoy the rest of your evening. And if that's too mellow, well, there's a punk rock show on in two hours. So <laughs> thank you all for listening. Thank you guys for being on the thank show. Yeah, and, um, and here you go. Mellow out. This is Deep Orbit Studio Presents. Allow yourself to settle into a comfortable place of simple ease. Expanding your awareness around the tone of the sound current and the cadence of my voice. Deepening into your connection to the stable ground beneath you. Your connection to the current of the moment. Your connection to the breath. You are supported and you are safe in this moment. Allowing any tension in your body to soften with the sound. Give yourself permission to connect even deeper choosing to commit fully to the next several minutes, embodying this practice. Directing your heightened awareness to the base of the spine, your root chakra or energy wheel. I wonder how you would imagine the tone of this grounding sound current to be linking with the natural rhythm of your breath as your body is being breathed all on its own, rising and falling. Your body current's natural intelligence is already beginning to sync with the current of sound rising and falling through the moment, rising and falling through the base of your spine. Body being breathed, you are on stable ground and safe. Nothing for you to do right now, only for you to be. I wonder what intention you may choose for this moment to impregnate the fertile ground of sound. Perhaps even seeing the vibration of your intention ripple out into the sound current, sinking with the sound. Maybe your intention is to simply embody the current of sound by imagining roots like a strong and stable tree growing out from the base of your spine down into the earth to draw up the sound current into the base of your spine and every cell of your body. Raw awareness, acceptance, and allowing earth energy rising 